This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. A New Jersey man is working to improve part of a blighted area near a Main Street gateway into Johnson City. Ben Locke has plans to renovate a vacant three-story building at 6 Main Street Terrace. The renovated structure is expected to include three one-bedroom, three two-bedroom, and three three-bedroom apartments. Work to gut the interior of the building recently began. Locke had intended to demolish a neighboring three-story structure at 78 Main Street, but he is now looking at the feasibility of saving the building. He said engineers will inspect it to determine if it would be possible to rehabilitate it and make several more apartments available. If that structure can't be renovated, it will be taken down to provide parking for the tenants in the adjacent building. Locke said he also has just acquired another nearby property. The vacant building at 2931 Carhartt Avenue is to be removed to provide parking. The total cost of the project is now estimated at $375,000. The goal is to develop market rate apartments that would be attractive to professionals who work in the area. On Thursday, Mayor Jared Cram announced more than $164,000 in funding for agencies combating homelessness in Binghamton, stating working with community partners, the city is making investments in efforts to reduce homelessness and assist unhoused individuals, a challenge magnified by a shortage of safe, quality, and affordable housing in our community. These nonprofits and faith organizations have dedicated staff who work around the clock to provide critical services to those in need. Funding will support Family Enrichment Network, YWCA of Binghamton and Broome County, Catholic Charities, Outreach Ministries, Volunteers of America, and Fairview Recovery Services. A Broome County man who was repeatedly sexually abused by an Endicott Boys Club employee when he was a child has told his story publicly for the first time. Bill didn't want his name used when he was interviewed on WMBF Radio Thursday. He had been waiting decades to discuss what he encountered starting when he was 12 years old and how it forever changed his life. Bill had filed a lawsuit in the case in 2019. A judge awarded $500,000 in damages last year, although he has yet to receive any payment. In the broadcast interview, Bill said his wife didn't know about what happened to him in the 1970s until he filed the lawsuit. Bill noted sexual abuse was a topic that was rarely discussed at the time. He said after the series of incidents over a two-year period, he ultimately quit school and began using alcohol and drugs. The perpetrator was employed by what had been the Lewis N. Picciano Boys Club. It became the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Broome County, the organization suddenly closed in August 2019. New York Democratic Senator Kristen Gillibrand has kicked off her re-election campaign. The 56-year-old sent out an email to supporters on Thursday announcing her 2024 bid. Gillibrand has served as New York's junior senator since 2009, taking over the seat vacated by Hillary Clinton. Gillibrand has been one of the leading voices in Washington against sexual harassment and military sexual assault and has been a proponent of equal pay and family leave proposals. She made an unsuccessful run for the White House in 2020. Gillibrand was first elected to Congress in 2007, winning a House seat in a conservative part of upstate New York and toppling an incumbent Republican. Thousands of nurses at two New York City hospitals have ended a three-day strike after reaching a tentative contract agreement. Union officials say it will relieve chronic short staffing and boost pay by 19% over three years. Nurses began returning to work at Mount Sinai Hospital and Montefiore Medical Center after the deal was announced Thursday morning. The New York State Nurses Association stressed staffing levels as a key concern, said nurses were stretched too thin because too many jobs are open. The privately owned nonprofit hospital
hospitals cited a widespread nursing shortage exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. The stiffest penalty Donald Trump's company could receive when it's sentenced today by a New York judge for helping its executives dodge taxes is a $1.6 million fine, not even enough to buy a Trump Tower apartment. The company faces sentencing for helping its executives dodge taxes on job perks, including rent-free apartments, luxury cars, and private school tuition. The company was convicted last month of 17 tax crimes. The former president was not on trial in the case and won't be in the courtroom today. Former Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg pleaded guilty last summer to evading taxes on $1.7 million in compensation and was sentenced Tuesday to five months in jail. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate the presence of documents with classified markings found at President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, and at an office in Washington. Earlier Thursday, Biden acknowledged that a document with classified markings from his time as vice president was found in his personal library at his home in Delaware, along with other classified documents found in his garage. Biden told reporters at the White House that he was cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department investigation. Biden did not say when the last documents were found, only that his lawyer's review of potential storage locations was completed Wednesday night. Vaccination rates for U.S. kindergartners are down again, and federal officials are launching a new campaign to try to bring them up. Usually 94 to 95 percent of kindergartners nationally are vaccinated against measles, tetanus, and certain other diseases. The vaccination rates have dropped below 94% in the 2021 school year. A new study finds they dropped again in the 2021-2022 school year to about 93%. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released the new data Thursday. This week, the CDC launched a campaign that includes new educational materials to help doctors talk to families about vaccinations. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain before 4 p.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow. Temperatures falling to around 32 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 22 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 28, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly clear, a low near 19 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Hey, Pete.
Good morning on this Friday, January 13th. It's 612. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. No problems so far out there on the roads today. I'm just a little rainy out there, a little wet, so drive safely. Get everybody to work on time. Get the weekend started off on the right foot. Next week, from the Boone County Department of Public Works, a portion of Watson Boulevard, a county-owned road located in the town of Union, will be closed to through traffic on January 18th from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. The road will be closed at a point 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic. All through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees outside, rainy morning. Windchill has it at 38 degrees. Today rain before 4 p.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow. Temperatures falling to around 32 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 22 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 28, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly clear, a low near 19 degrees. 614, you're listening to WMBF. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car. Which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Steve Mann. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jason Tatum had 20 points and 11 rebounds, and the Boston Celtics pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat Brooklyn 109-98 in the Nets' first game since losing Kevin Durant to a knee injury. Marcus Smart added 16 points and 10 assists for the Celtics, who played without Jalen Brown because of an injury. Malcolm Brogdon also scored 16 points, teaming with fellow backup guard Peyton Pritchard to lead the decisive spurt early in the fourth. That sent the Celtics to their fifth straight victory. Brown had right abductor tightness a night after scoring a season-high 41 points in a victory over New Orleans. Some hockey action. Adam Fox scored 1 minute and 16 seconds into overtime, and fellow defenseman Condre Miller tied it with .2 seconds left in regulation. And the New York Rangers stunned the Dallas Stars 2-1 on Thursday night. Jake Oettinger was tenths of a second from the shutout and the Rangers hadn't even managed a shot on goal with an extra skater on ice before Miller's shot made it through for his fifth of the the season. Igor Shesterkin made 24 saves for New York, allowing only Tyler Seguin's power play goal late in the second period. 
Oettinger finished with 29 saves. Kyle Connor broke a tie on the third period breakaway in the Winnipeg Jets' 4-2 victory over the Buffalo Sabres last night. Nikolaj Erlers intercepted Rasmus Dallin's pass and sent the puck to Connor, who sprinted up the ice and beat goalie Ukopeka Lukanen at 7 minutes and 19 seconds to help give the Jets their sixth victory in seven games. Dylan Sandberg, Josh Morrissey, and Carson Coleman also scored for the Jets. Connor Hellebuck made 39 saves. Victor Lofsen and Tyler Jost scored for Buffalo, and Lukanen, recalled from Rochester, the American Hockey League earlier in the day, made 23 saves. The Sabres have lost three in a row and four of six. And Frederick Gaudreau, Sam Steele, and Kirill Kaprizov scored in the third period to lift the Minnesota Wild to a 3-1 victory against the New York Islanders. Philippe Gustafsson made 19 saves for the Wild, who snapped a three-game losing streak in the finale of a two-game road trip. Scott Mayfield scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin finished with 33 saves. It was the Islanders' fourth consecutive loss. The Buffalo Bills have turned their attention to hosting their division rival Miami Dolphins in a wild-card playoff game on Sunday. The outing follows what has been an emotionally draining stretch for the Bills in the wake of safety DeMar Hamlin needing to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. Hamlin is now recuperating at home. Buffalo has the edge in wins and momentum after closing the season on a 7-0 run. The Dolphins lost five straight before clinching their first playoff berth with an 11-6 win over the Jets last week. Miami might have to turn to rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson, with Tua already ruled out with a concussion. And the Kansas City Chiefs earned the AFC's top seed for the third time in Patrick Mahomes' five seasons as their starting quarterback. Even if they win in the divisional round, as they've done every year under Mahomes, the Chiefs would only get to host another AFC championship game if it's not against the Buffalo Bills. The NFL decided that if it's a Chiefs-Bills matchup, that title game will be played in Atlanta. That's because the Bills game at Cincinnati was canceled following DeMar Hamlin's medical emergency on January 2nd. The Bills could have secured the number one seed by beating the Bengals. And defensive coordinator Wink Martindale has been excited about his defense all season for the Giants. And he believes his New York Giants unit is coming together heading into the playoffs. Martindale sees all the signs of the Giants being a playoff defense. There's a brotherhood among the players. They care for each other and they don't care who makes the play as long as it's made. Reminiscent of that 2017 that beat Tom Brady after the Patriots went undefeated in the regular season. A bit of baseball news. Eric Hinsky is joining the New York Mets as assistant hitting coach in manager Buck Showalter's staff. Eric Chavez is switching to bench coach and Dom Chi is becoming the bullpen coach. Glenn Sherlock is moving from bench coach to catching and strategy coach and Jeremy Barnes from assistant hitting coach to hitting coach. Hinsky, a 12-year big league veteran, was hitting coach of the 2018 Los Angeles Angels when Billy Epler was general manager. Epler became the Mets GM in November of 2021. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks rose Thursday after investors learned that consumer prices had slipped a bit from November to December. The Dow Jones gained 217 points to close at 34,189. The Standard & Poor's 500 added a third of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite scored its fifth consecutive daily win by rising six-tenths of one percent yesterday. 
Tesla is cutting its prices in the United States and Europe. The sticker on a new Model 3 in the U.S. has fallen between 6 and 14 percent, depending upon the options. The Model Y is $13,000 cheaper before the federal tax credit, according to one EV industry researcher. Income tax procrastinators will have a few extra days this year, thanks to a fluke in the calendar. April 15th falls on a Saturday. The 17th is a holiday in the District of Columbia. So this year's federal tax filing deadline is April 18th. On a file right away, January 23rd is the first day of tax season. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering, too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanonorg slash help. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. No doubt this has been a rough season for respiratory illnesses. It started early and there's no way to know what surprises may still lurk around the corner. A triple threat, COVID-19, flu, and RSV have kept hospitals across the country close to or even over capacity now for months. So how do you know when your child is better off being treated at home or when it's time to go to the emergency room? Really, what you want to look out for are signs of respiratory distress. That means any kind of difficulty breathing, obviously, whether it looks different, sounds different, or is a lot faster or slower than usual. Also, if your son or daughter is in danger of becoming dehydrated, they're going to need fluids, especially true for babies who can't drink enough if they don't want to. The vast majority of kids are going to recover at home just fine, but if your intuition is telling you that something is off, then you should trust your gut. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800 Hey, Dak Prescott here. Why do I choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because better sleep elevates my game. My Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps me fall asleep faster, keeps me cool, and effortlessly adjusts for my best sleep. That's more focus, more edge, and more highlights. And that means more wins for all of us. Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 smart bed is only $8.99. Save $200. Plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Did you know my friend Teddy almost set his house on fire? He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Go for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. News Radio 1290 
629 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Getting reports of an 18-wheeler turned over on 81 northbound before the Whitney Point exit. For next week, a portion of Watson Boulevard will be closed to through traffic on January 18th from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. The road will be closed at a point 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic. All through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. Assigned detour route will be in place during the closure. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees. Some light rain out there this morning. Some fog and mist as well. Windchill has it at 37 degrees. Today rain and snow before 3 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow. Temperatures falling to around 32 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 23 miles per hour. Chance of rain 80%. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 28. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly clear with a low near 18 degrees. And Sunday sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night mostly clear, a low near 19 degrees. 630, you're listening to WMBF. Welcome to... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Lisa Marie Presley, the only daughter of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, died Thursday after apparently suffering cardiac arrest. Her mother Priscilla saying in a statement, quote, that it's with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us, calling her the most passionate, strong, and loving woman she's ever known. The 54-year-old was at the Golden Globes earlier this week celebrating the film Elvis along with her mother. Lisa Marie had a short music career, two top 10 albums, and a top 40 single. She famously married Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage and is survived by three children. Her son Ben died by suicide in 2020 at the age of 27. They're working on a cure. The highly anticipated new series, The Last of Us, debuts Sunday. The video game adaptation about a post-apocalyptic world with zombie-like creatures is getting rave reviews. Also this weekend, the Tom Hanks movie, A Man Called Otto, opens wide, along with the action thriller, Plane. And 11-time Emmy winner, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, is 62 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. If you need... As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more, so I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, January 13th. You're listening to WNBF. A New Jersey man is working to improve part of a blighted area near a Main Street gateway into Johnson City. Ben Locke has plans to renovate a vacant three-story building at 6 Main Street Terrace. The renovated structure is expected to include three one-bedroom, three two-bedroom, and three three-bedroom apartments. Work to gut the interior of the building recently began. Locke had intended to demolish a neighboring three-story structure at 78 Main Street, but he is now looking at the feasibility 
of saving the building. He said engineers will inspect it to determine if it would be possible to rehabilitate it and make several more apartments available. If that structure can't be renovated, it will be taken down to provide parking for the tenants in the adjacent building. Locke said he also has just acquired another nearby property. The vacant building at 2931 Carhartt Avenue is to be removed to provide parking. The total cost of the project is now estimated at $375,000. The goal is to develop market-rate apartments that would be attractive to professionals who work in the area. On Thursday, Mayor Jared Cram announced more than $164,000 in funding for agencies combating homelessness in Binghamton, stating, working with community partners, the city is making investments in efforts to reduce homelessness and assist unhoused individuals, a challenge magnified by a shortage of safe, quality, and affordable housing in our community. These nonprofits and faith organizations have dedicated staff who work around the clock to provide critical services to those in need. Funding will support Family Enrichment Network, YWCA of Binghamton and Broome County, Catholic Charities, Outreach Ministries, Volunteers of America, and Fairview Recovery Services. A Broome County man who was repeatedly sexually abused by an Endicott Boys Club employee when he was a child has told his story publicly for the first time. Bill didn't want his name used when he was interviewed on WMBF Radio Thursday. He had been waiting decades to discuss what he encountered starting when he was 12 years old and how it forever changed his life. Bill had filed a lawsuit in the case in 2019. A judge awarded $500,000 in damages last year, although he has yet to receive any payment. In the broadcast interview, Bill said his wife didn't know about what happened to him in the 1970s until he filed the lawsuit. Bill noted sexual abuse was a topic that was rarely discussed at the time. He said after the series of incidents over a two-year period, he ultimately quit school and began using alcohol and drugs. The perpetrator was employed by what had been the Lewis N. Picciano Boys Club. It became the Boys and Girls Clubs of Western Broome County. The organization suddenly closed in August 2019. New York Democratic Senator Kristen Gillibrand has kicked off her re-election campaign. The 56-year-old sent out an email to supporters on Thursday announcing her 2024 bid. Gillibrand has served as New York's junior senator since 2009, taking over the seat vacated by Hillary Clinton. Gillibrand has been one of the leading voices in Washington against sexual harassment and military sexual assault and has been a proponent of equal pay and family leave proposals. She made an unsuccessful run for the White House in 2020. Gillibrand was first elected to Congress in 2007, winning a House seat in a conservative part of upstate New York and toppling an incumbent Republican. Thousands of nurses at two New York City hospitals have ended a three-day strike after reaching a tentative contract agreement. Union officials say it will relieve chronic short staffing and boost pay by 19% over three years. Nurses began returning to work at Mount Sinai Hospital and Montefiore Medical Center after the deal was announced Thursday morning. The New York State Nurses Association stressed staffing levels as a key concern, said nurses were stretched too thin because too many jobs are open. The privately owned nonprofit hospitals cited a widespread nursing shortage exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. The stiffest penalty Donald Trump's company could receive when it's sentenced today by a New York judge for helping its executives dodge taxes is a $1.6 million fine, not even enough to buy a Trump Tower apartment. The company faces sentencing for helping its executives dodge taxes on job perks, including rent-free apartments, luxury cars, and private school tuition. The company was convicted last month of 17 tax crimes. The former president was not on trial in the case and won't be in the courtroom today. Former Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg pleaded guilty last summer to evading taxes on $1.7 million in compensation and was sentenced Tuesday to five months in jail. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate the presence of documents with classified markings found at President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, and at an office in Washington. Earlier Thursday, Biden acknowledged that a document 
with classified markings from his time as vice president was found in his personal library at his home in Delaware, along with other classified documents found in his garage. Biden told reporters at the White House that he was cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department investigation. Biden did not say when the last documents were found, only that his lawyer's review of potential storage locations was completed Wednesday night. Vaccination rates for U.S. kindergartners are down again, and federal officials are launching a new campaign to try to bring them up. Usually 94 to 95 percent of kindergartners nationally are vaccinated against measles, tetanus, and certain other diseases. The vaccination rates have dropped below 94 percent in the 2021 school year. A new study finds they dropped again in the 2021-2022 school year to about 93 percent. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released the new data Thursday. This week, the CDC launched a campaign that includes new educational materials to help doctors talk to families about vaccinations. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain before 4 p.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow. Temperatures falling to around 32 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 22 miles per hour, chance of rain 80 percent. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of rain 20 percent. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 28. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 18 degrees. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly clear, a low near 19 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Your new... News Radio 642 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Getting ready for the weekend. It's still a little early for me to start getting excited for the weekend. I've got plenty of hours to go here at the WMBF studio today. But still, I'm getting a little excited for the weekend because it's going to be nice to have a break. It's been a chaotic week here. I'm sure it's been a chaotic week for a lot of people because we're in that point of the year right now where all that work you were putting off between Thanksgiving and New Year's Well, it's got to get done eventually, and now it's got to get done. I like that as a a society. We just collectively accept that from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Not really anything's going to get done. doesn't really work for us here at WMBF. Being a news organization, our schedule is largely determined by what's going on. And, you know, we also get locked in for three hours each, Bob and I. Three hours every weekday that we can't go anywhere else. Don't get a chance to get out in the community, talk to people, find some new stories to write about. But for the rest of the days, we go where the news takes us. That's all we do. 
So didn't really get that like month and a half long break that everyone kind of takes. It's not a real break. You're not going on vacation or anything, but you're also not going into the office thinking, oh, it's early December right now. Yeah, I'm going to work really hard and close out the year really well. No, 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 no. You were just trying to get to the end of the year, start 2023. And now it's the second week of January and you realized, oh, there was a lot of work that I had to do in the month of December that I didn't do because it was the mail time period of the year. And now it's all due. Now I got to get all this work done. So I'm sure everyone's having just as chaotic as a week as I am. So I'm sure everyone's looking forward to the weekend as much as I am. Still a few more hours to go until we get there. But it's 644. You're listening to WMBF. Individual rates cover. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing well. Well, Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, um, I just haven't felt like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support, too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. When I add on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have reports of an 18-wheeler turned over on I-81 northbound before the Whitney Point exit. That's going to affect traffic likely in both directions. You know, people like to stop and take a look at it on the southbound side as well. So if you're heading on 81 north or southbound today, might see some delays. For next week, a portion of Watson Boulevard will be closed to through traffic on January 18th from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. The road will be closed at a point 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic. All through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees, some light rain, fog, and mist out there this morning. Wind chill at 37 degrees. Today, rain and snow before 3 p.m., then a slight chance of snow. Temperatures falling to around 32 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 23 miles per hour, chance of rain 80%. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers before 2 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 28, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly clear with a low near 18 degrees. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly clear, a low near 19 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! 
research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. I never write... Six fifty one on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Right now, more than seven thousand aircraft are flying under the FAA's air traffic control system, a system that's still using forty year old computers. Here's what you need to know. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. Since 2015, the FAA has been working to modernize its air traffic control system. The goal is to fully implement ERAM, the abbreviation for En Route Automation Modernization. But full implementation will take until 2029, and some hardware running ERAM is already 40 years old. This week, a technician updated the system software that provides last-minute critical safety information to departing flights. A few line of codes caused the entire system to behave erratically. Managers rebooted the entire system. It didn't come back up for 90 minutes. All departing flights were stopped. As taxpayers, we should be demanding answers. Are we really safe while this upgrade drags on for five more years? Tell me your thoughts at commando.com. I don't know about you, but during the holidays, I'm excited to reconnect with everyone I love. I can spend hours talking to friends and family and looking through photos on social media. If you're 55 and up, T-Mobile has a plan you can get excited about because it's made just for you. Get two unlimited lines for only $27.50 per line. Plus, get two free smartphones for new lines when you switch. That's right. Two lines for only $27.50 a line, plus free smartphones. I can use my new phone to reconnect this year and give the other as a gift. This is such a great deal. Don't miss out. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Without auto pay, $5 more per line, plus taxes and fees. Customers on this plan may notice lower speeds than other customers and if using more than 50 gigabytes a month, further reduction due to prioritization. Phones for well-qualified customers via 24-monthly bill credits. Contact us before canceling service or credit stop and balance on required finance agreements due. Feeling When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Join Mark Pat- on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Jason Tatum had 20 points and 11 rebounds, and the Boston Celtics pulled away in the fourth quarter to beat Brooklyn 109-98 in the Nets' first game since losing Kevin Durant to a knee injury. Marcus Smart added 16 points and 10 assists for the Celtics, who played without Jalen Brown because of an injury. 
Malcolm Brogdon also scored 16 points, teaming with fellow backup guard Peyton Pritchard to lead the decisive spurt early in the fourth. That sent the Celtics to their fifth straight victory. Brown had right abductor tightness a night after scoring a season-high 41 points in a victory over New Orleans. Some hockey action. Adam Fox scored one minute and 16 seconds into overtime, and fellow defenseman Keandre Miller tied it with .2 seconds left in regulation. And the New York Rangers stunned the Dallas Stars 2-1 on Thursday night. Jake Oettinger was tenths of a second from the shutout, and the Rangers hadn't even managed a shot on goal with an extra skater on the ice before Miller's shot made it through for his fifth of the season. Igor Shesterkin made 24 saves for New York, allowing only Tyler Seguin's power play goal late in the second period. Oettinger finished with 29 saves. Kyle Connor broke a tie on a third-period breakaway in the Winnipeg Jets' 4-2 victory over the Buffalo Sabres on Thursday night. Nikolaj Ellers intercepted Rasmus Dallin's pass and sent, it, sent the puck to Connor, who sprinted up the ice and, best, and beat goalie Uko Pekka Lukanen at 7-19 to help give the Jets their sixth victory in seven games. Dylan Sandberg, Josh Morrissey, and Carson Coleman also scored for the Jets. Connor Hellebuck made 39 saves. Victor Olofsson and Tyler Jost scored for Buffalo. And Lukanen, recalled from Rochester of the American Hockey League earlier in the day, made 23 saves. The Sabres have lost three in a row and four of their last six. Frederick Gaudreau, Sam Steele, and Kirill Kaprizov scored in the third period to lift the Minnesota Wild to a 3-1 victory against the New York Islanders. Philippe Gustafsson made 19 saves for the Wild, who snapped a three-game losing streak in the finale of a two-game road trip. Scott Mayfield scored for New York, and Ilya Sorokin finished with 33 saves. It was the Islanders' fourth consecutive loss. The Buffalo Bills have turned their attention to hosting their division rival Miami Dolphins in a wild-card playoff game on Sunday. The outing follows what has been an emotionally draining stretch for the Bills in the wake of safety DeMar Hamlin needing to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. Hamlin is now recuperating at home. Buffalo has the edge in wins and momentum. After closing the season on a 7-0 run, the Dolphins lost five straight before clinching their first playoff berth with an 11-6 win over the New York Jets last week. Miami might have to turn to rookie quarterback Skylar Thompson again with Tua already ruled out with a concussion. And the Kansas City Chiefs are in the AFC's top seed for the third time in Patrick Mahomes' five seasons as their starting quarterback. Even if they win in the divisional round, as they've done every year under Mahomes, the Chiefs would only get to host another AFC championship game if it's not against the Buffalo Bills. The NFL decided that if it's a Chiefs-Bills matchup, that title game will be played in Atlanta. That's because the Bills game at Cincinnati was canceled following DeMar Hamlin's medical emergency on January 2nd. The Bills could have secured the number one seed by beating the Bengals. 659. You're listening to WMBF. Attendance is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Coming up next, ABC News.